Hello and welcome to Talk Tales, a comedy podcast exploring stories from behind and beyond the bar. We're your hosts, I'm Shauna. And I'm Matt. Hi, I'm Adele. <laughs> and Adele's here too. Hi. It's funny how it like... I all... work here. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I work here. Can I speak to your manager? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's funny on uh, when you're around the table and you're looking at each other, uh, trying to like communicate on these microphones. Sometimes you're like, you look at somebody, you're like, you're gonna, you're gonna speak now, and then they're something. like, oh, I'm gonna say yeah. something, but you can't really tell that on the on the podcast side because you're in you're in the listener uh, land. Yeah. Shep, um, flashcards to cue me, like say something. Oh. <laughs> like fans. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to get traffic one of those uh, get one control. of those like um baseball gloves that with the finger where you get you know where it's like where's it's like Oh yeah. Like, where it's just, like fuck LA or whatever. No, uh, but isn't it like a, like a, I don't, like a We one? don't sell those here. <laughs> <laughs> where are you buying yours? I don't know. I grew up in the Bay Area. Oh, that makes oh, sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, maybe maybe scratch that one. No, fuck that. Yeah. No, Giants. No. We we LA loves to to get the hate. I'm so. just joking. I think everything is great here. There you go. I love that. Yeah. Well, it's good to be here. I feel like I haven't been here in a long time. Dude, the, the seasons changed. There was a rain today, and uh, I hope no one got any car accidents, because anyone listening that doesn't live in LA, if it rains a little bit, there's like a bunch of car accidents. It's People crazy. People don't know how to drive yeah. in the rain. It's not like a stereotype. It's actually true. In California, in general, it rains. Or Southern California, it rains, and people freak out. Yeah. How do you think that thing. affects the bar situation, guys? I mean, I you shouldn't be driving to go to the bar to begin with, so <laughs> smooth. just throw smooth. that out there. <laughs> that's yeah. fair. That's not exactly what I uh, meant, but, but it, that's we fair. Are, we are like a patio. We are a pretty heavy patio city, so oh, it definitely, yeah. like, the, all the hotel and rooftop bars probably take a hit, you know? Like well, see, for me, well, can we just imagine for a second, take a, t- maybe take a, a si- moment of silence for those uh, rooftop bartenders in the middle <laughs> of the rain, everyone? Uh, everyone, raise your glass, and we're going to give a I moment of silence. I forgot mine. God damn it, Matt. All right. Yeah, we're gonna be a Boxton. They're all lonely. Well, the raindrops keep pouring on my head. (laughs) It's like the country version. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Pouring, not falling. Oh, last year, pouring um, down my throat. Last year, there was you know those cute articles like best bars to drink in LA Mm -hmm. when blah blah blah. You know what I mean? And it was like best bars to drink in LA when it rains and. One of the bars I work at made it to that list. It was like top three. Oh, fancy that. But I'm all like, oh, that sucks because it never fucking rains in LA, you fucking assholes. <laughs> like, where you should go only when it rains in LA. Well, you yeah. should go three fuck times you. a year only. And I'm like, oh, fuck you guys. Oh, God damn it. I'm already cussing. I, I promise I'd stop cussing as much to my family. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love you guys. Uh, I am working on my, my language. And I think speaking with uh, less profanity shows you're a smarter person. We were earlier. I have a story for you guys nice. regarding a boomer. Oh, well, I didn't even notice. Like, I don't, I don't make these connections. Somebody else made the connection with the now famous uh, comment "OK Boomer," which was kind of like the punchline of the entire thing. But basically, it was a really busy night at my bar, and we were too deep. Everybody knows what too deep is, and if you don't, it means that there's people sitting in the bar in the stools, and there's a line behind those people also waiting for a drink. And then if there's a line behind that, it's a three deep. That's how you that's how you gauge volume. You want to be at like five you deep, you but also... Be, yeah, right, but it was too deep. Matt, describe what a person's face looks like at too deep. Uh, imagine the widest eyes you've ever seen and them staring at you for an abnormally long period of time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I feel it that's is. That's exactly They're just like trying is. to attract your soul from just staring at you, and it's ridiculous. Adele, explain what three deep looks like. 
Three deep is doesn't look like anything, but you feel it. You feel eyes in the back of your neck looking at you. Pour wine for the two deep that's in already checking care of the one deep that you were right. in with the occasional gopher hand. Yep. Just raises oh, up. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. When you get a chance, like, hey, bud, how you doing? Do I look like I have a chance right now? I'm helping fifty other people, yeah. but you know, whatever. Self awareness. What, what's not what's very both common. of what's both of your uh, facial reactions with when you can't vocalize that you can't help them because they're like five deep. <laughs> it's this. Just, yeah. <laughs> it's I, a, it's I, a blank stare. Yeah, uh, true question. I don't see them. I just <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, you keep your head down. Keep yeah, your no, head down. I, I definitely don't do make eye contact. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I do the no eye contact thing until I'm ready for you. Oh, yeah. So I, I yeah. just do a little little wink and a kiss, and then I definitely <laughs> have those conversations when I'm in the shower in my own head. I'm like, I should have just said something sassy, right. but we I didn't. Do. I think about our it constantly. Get, or does chest get puffier when yeah. we're not in the bar? <laughs> but anyway. It haunts me. Yeah. But so we're like 2D. We're starting to get 3D. And then there's a, this particular bar. It's like just one straight. Like it's just facing the crowd. It's not like a horse or anything. It's just facing the crowd. So it's like pretty expedited the way the you help the first people in front of it. And then after and then after. It's not like a giant space where people are coming from you from all angles. It's very like streamlined and, and a weird very um, convenient way, but and serve as well um, is where put all the drinks because it's a bar restaurant. So not only are we making drinks for the people in front of us, we're making drinks for everybody sitting down, and it fits about I would the, say the way way back bitches. Uh, yeah, you know what I mean. Like so, so there's like there's the bartending happening and also like service happening. So so this guy comes over and st- stands in front of service trying to get our attention, which I'm like extremely irritated by because I'm like, these people are in line and you think you're so smart you can just go around them and I'm going to help you first. But I wasn't on that side so I was just ignoring him. And I see, I have two particular servers at my bar restaurant. They're really small, small girls. They're like five one and really petite and have very small voices. So like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. And this dude would not move. I don't know if she, he probably couldn't hear them. They're so small. And they're trying to get their drinks. So I'm like, hey, coworker, can you tell this guy to get the fuck out of the way because he is in the way <laughs> of service and he's it's also a fire hazard. If, if I'm trying to run out of here, I, I somebody's gonna get trampled. It's this whole thing. It's like a fire hazard. You shouldn't be there to begin with. It's a fucking line. Can everybody just scoot over to the right a little bit? This is a service area and it's a hazard. Please. So the three people scoot over. No big deal. This guy just like looks shocked, and he's like, "Well, you don't have to be rude about it." And she's like, "What the fuck?" No, I'm just going to get out because you're in the way of my service. My servers cannot get to their drinks to walk the drinks to their tables. I'll help you, but you need to be on this side. Well, you can just be nice about it. And then my coworker, she's like, hmm, yeah. deal with this guy. Yeah. I'm not fucking doing this. And I'm like, can I help you? And he's like, well, she's just like yelling at me to move. I don't know. Like, where am I supposed to stand for a drink? And I'm like, what? And he's like, where am I supposed There's no open seats. Where am I supposed to get a drink? And my coworker, she's like, literally anywhere else. And she was giving him a little bit of sass. She's like, well, can I at least get a fucking menu? And I'm like, here's a menu. It's like, I don't even know if I want one anymore. I just want somebody to come up to me and ask me if I want a drink and take my money. <laughs> and now like, that is literally... Like, so many other bars you could be at yeah. right I'm now. Like, I'm literally doing that. May I get you a drink, please? And he's like, well, I don't know why she's so being rude. She's so rude to me. She's yelling at me. I don't know why. And I'm like, I'm sorry, sir. She's not being rude to you. She's trying to be clear as to why she needs you to get out of this way because it's a fire hazard for us. You're also in the way of my servers. Now that you're on this side, may I get you a drink? 
was this okay? Is this is this part of the bar <laughs> okay? Order your drink. Is this yeah. okay? Because apparently nothing's okay. You guys just like yell at me. Is this okay? Being That's so... when I go, okay, cool. I'll be right back. Yeah. And I just walk away. <laughs> when you've made up your mind, yeah. Yeah. condescending and so cool. rude. And Here's I'm like, a water to cool off. Yeah. Really irritated. I'm, being, my face. I'm, very, I'm being very clear. And I'm being like, I, my heart's pumping really fast. I'm getting Ooh, really angry. I'm being very clear and very like articulate and like slowing down my words and not like being agitated because I'm trying to like, not feed into his bullshit, you know what I mean? And I'm and I'm not necessarily the, the biggest hothead, but like when it comes to shit like that, I'm just like, fuck you. He's like, I understand. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know why she asked me to move, but she didn't have to do it that way. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't understand what you want from me, sir. And he's like, well, I just want you to like, what did he say? Like, be nice and like give me a drink. And I'm trying to give you a drink, <laughs> like, but you won't. You. Mind yeah. you, I'm starting to get three deep. This dude's like has my undivided attention. And then <laughs> I'm I'm getting frustrated by this and then, story. And then he's like, <laughs> I'm starting to pull at, my hair she's out. She's telling me to move very rudely, and there's no places to sit. And I'm like, sir, there is a line. I don't see a line. And I'm like, the pe and I'm like, the people that are sitting down, the people behind them, that is the line. Those people that you see that are also waiting for a drink. It's funny how the people that always say, I'm not an idiot, are a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, so true. That is exactly what that was. And he's I don't see a line. And, I, and I'm like, I don't see a light. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude. At that point, I was like, I'm going to live with you. I'm like, I'm sorry. I feel like you want me to explain to you how a bar works, and I don't have time for that right now. <laughs> and he's like, I know how a bar works. <laughs> I'm Again. old enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm old enough to later. be your yeah. dad. And I look at him. How did you make it this far? <laughs> And I was so confused by his statement. And he grabs, grabs the menu and chucks it at me. Like, literally throws it at me and walks out. And then my bar back goes like, okay, boomer. <laughs> and the entire bar starts fucking laughing. <laughs> but he was being so unreasonable. Like, I think that I was so extremely patient and so clear. And I was like, you're being an asshole, but please let me get you a drink so you can get the fuck out of my way. Like I, yeah. I could have been like, you need to get the fuck out right now. And I was just being so diplomatic about it, the entire, not even, I wasn't being like sweet, but I was being like diplomatic. Let me get you a drink. We're yes fucking sir, no busy. Sir, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you still would, you just wanted to pick a fight for no fucking reason. I want I want I want this story to get back to him somehow. I, I want him to hear this uh, the story and but then I also want to know like what was going on in his head like well, what could possibly going on in his head think about he the thinks... lingo he used he I'm not an idiot like I, w I never called you an idiot I know how a bar works you clearly don't because I'm explaining to you this thing over and over again you're being a dick I'm old enough to be your dad and so now you're being patronizing like every you just wanted you had all these rebuttals to fake conversations in your head already like, you were out for blood, yeah. and there's nothing I could have done. Mm -hmm. And the girl who asked him to move wasn't rude. She was like, everybody, can you just move? She was loud. She was not rude. It's not happening. I, well, I'm not going to do that. Let's all wish that man that he got to the sleepy Some, bar that he needed to be to yeah. be able to vent whatever he needed to vent. Because Let's hope he comes early next time. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope he never comes. Yeah, he oh, yeah. Well, he, he probably, probably won't see him again. Yeah, yeah, he probably won't come back. I'm okay. But I, you know, I hope he comes back. I don't remember his face, but if he, if I do remember, he comes. I'm like, hi, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. God! Some pops, some pops. <laughs> <laughs> that is an experience. I feel like a lot of people feel frustration about. Like I can relate to that frustration. Matt, can you relate to that oh, frustration? Yeah, indeed. And gosh, you know, we have this amazing guest here. Uh, I would love to introduce Tanita 
Ross Caddy. Did I say the last name correct? Katie. Katie. Mm-hmm. God Katie. damn it. <laughs> usually I try to like ask that question before, but even if I do, I usually mess it up. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so welcome to Nita. Thank you so much for coming on Talk Tales and spending some time with us and telling some tales. Thanks about for having me. Talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 about Martin, preferably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are talking tales. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be boring. Not as fun as bartending. <laughs> yeah, bartending is way more entertaining as we and frustrating to a degree. Yeah, so absolutely. like I mean, as a bar- you are a bartender, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, okay, I'm sure you can relate to this story. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah, bartending in Orange County. Someone walks up, they have a look on their face. You can tell if they hate themselves almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> so you're familiar with the term boomer? Oh, ten years in the world of boomers <laughs> in Orange County. Just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's always like the you know retired, bored, purposeless, divorced people who are getting the alimony money sucked out of them, so they're miserable and they want to come pick on people that they feel like they can uh, belittle. But mm. oftentimes they just get drunk and act dumb. So jokes on them. <laughs> <laughs> and Got I get him. tipped afterwards. So yeah. you know, great plan, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I get the money. Yeah, God, so. that's actually true. Yeah. Yeah, we see it all. We see it all. We see the best of the best, the worst of the worst, the richest of the rich, and the poorest of the poor. Yes. But everyone is ultimately just looking for that good hand job. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> because we shake cocktails. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> I used to phrase that a lot better when I was younger and wasn't bartending <laughs> as long as I have been, yeah. but came out great. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey-o. <laughs> um, Put it on your resume. So, uh, Tanita, you have been in this industry for how long? Um, I've been working in restaurants, bars, and nightclubs collectively twelve years. Twelve years. So, mm-hmm. uh, you also have collected a lot of stories in this uh, time frame of this work. Yes. But you also are not only a bartender, which a lot of people are not only a bartender. Yeah. Uh, or some people are just a bartender, mm-hmm. like myself. Mm-hmm. No, I'm a no, podcast host. Yeah. Yeah. You bridged. You bridged. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of times these these bartending things have like turned into other creative endeavors, which mm-hmm. has happened for you as well, right? It has. Uh, um, and this goes into a book format. It does, yes. I wrote a book two and a half years ago called Estranged Behavior, The Underbelly of Society. And it was about my experiences working in restaurant bars and nightclubs. It's a compilation of short stories and poems, mostly comedic, but also dark as well, like how the industry goes. So it's a a mix of both things that are ridiculous, sexual, hilarious, and then just your own reflections about you know, like whatever's going on with you in these situations. Sometimes a lot of people, bartending is like a, a stepping stone for them. It's not their end goal. So oftentimes you can get frustrated with where you are and where you want to go and trying to get there. So I felt like that was relatable. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I did that. Yeah. And are these all stories uh, that, of other people or that you have experienced yourself? Like from you or oh. just a compilation of everybody else's stories? Uh, both, okay. actually. So um, a lot of people would come in and tell me stories. So like some of those went into the book. Like there was a regular at our bar who was a, he's a lawyer, 
but he always would dress in the most like flamboyant, handmade, like baby blue suits, and he would get <laughs> hammered. And he would talk about how he could like exercise demons and <laughs> like how he could see man. the future. And like he would talk about the hookers that he would buy and like oh, putting boy. dog leashes on women. Oh, but no. then like what I, just like all sorts of crazy stuff. So I was like, all right. Wrote a story about him and he loved it. He bought the book and he was like, <laughs> It's me. Yeah. He's like, I do do those yeah, things. Yeah. He was like, I'm honored to have made it into your book. I'm like, yeah. I'll tell thank you about you. The, ma- the magician story later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, all sorts of weird stuff. There was another guy called Puppy Tongue. His self proclaimed nickname was Puppy Tongue because he would quote lap it like a puppy. Oh, no. God. Yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. So, he, he was an erotic short story and novelist and. One day he was like, I'm going to write an erotic story about you. So you have to tell me about you so that we can do this. So I was like, all right. So I told him some super perverted story about myself. And then he came back a month later with a creepy as fuck poem or a story that he had written about me that I still have. <laughs> that was, oh, my God. That was um, so the, the pages were soaked in a fragrance and burned along the edges. <gasps> wow. Jesus he went God. hard on that. Yeah. Was it like scrolled up into like a little like... It like... was it was in an envelope, but it was wrapped in like a tinfoil so that the fragrance would stay wet and like sustain itself. Whoa. Wow. It was probably the cre- one of the creepiest gifts I had ever gotten from somebody. Ha- uh, Holy let me, shit. I want to like kind of dig into this a little bit more. Uh, so I've I've ha- I've had and have like those creepy customers. Yes. I like to call them the starers or like the <laughs> yeah. ones the one that go they go a little too f- they go too far. Yes. Like and it, the 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 relationship between bartender and guest mm-hmm. turns into something more more <laughs> yeah. unwanted on the bartender side. Yeah. But watch it on the other side. Yes. So uh like so that's definitely an example of that. Definitely. Um so what did that end up making you like feel like when you like, how did you react when he handed this thing to you? Well, the night that he gave it to me, he came in and when he walked in, he was near blackout. I'll, I'll say, you know, when the people start getting the look in their awesome. eye, the thousand yard stare. Yep. And so, um, he walked in and immediately I was like, hello, puppy tongue, like <laughs> fancy seeing you here again. Wait, how long have, yes. how long have you known him prior? Uh, at this point, uh, it was six months. That's not I long. Had, no, no, no. <laughs> and he only came in like three times. So this is three meetings in like six uh, months. Very familiar. Way, yeah. way too fast. But you know, too we fast. got into it quick. I was just... <laughs> people get creeped out when um, men are like weird at the bar. And honestly, I feel like... For me, the goal is the money. And I'm not threatened within my environment. Like I know I can stop a situation whenever it gets too far. So... I don't feel like weird provoking somebody for money because that's kind of my job to like make them come back and feel good and welcome, but drawing the line as well. Mm -hmm. And so um, that was an interesting night when he came back because he walked in. I was like, oh, hello, puppy tongue. And then he um, (laughs) then he he pulled me in to to give me a hug and he licked me. And so I like pulled him back. And this is I had a handful of silver rings and I backhanded him like as hard as I could. And he was like stunned. Like, I think I almost like knocked him out because like spit (laughs) flew out of his mouth and he was like, ah, 
And, I, and immediately I was just like, so do you want a drink or what? And he was like, and he, like whiskey. Like, puppy, puppy tug, put that thing back away. Yeah. And he yeah, blushes and, and says, whiskey, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck do you want to drink, puppy tug? Uh, whatever you give me. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Crazy. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm imagining Jesus. him as like some weird medieval character. Like, Yeah, he kind of did look like a medieval character. He was short with these crazy blue eyes and these big, sharp, crooked teeth teeth and he was burned from the sunlight from living on his boat he was a weird character <laughs> oh god yeah. i want to meet him oh i know Do okay yeah. so so when i so when i published the book i saw him the bar that i work at has this crazy day um once a year called swallows day i don't know if you remember swallows day when you were living in orange so san juan capistrano like when the swallows migrate back they have this celebration and so it's like crazy i'll go into more about that later but i hadn't seen puppy tongue in a year <laughs> And and I was leaving after working like a crazy shift on Swallows Day and I saw him just like people watching on the corner and I was like, it's been a long time, puppy tongue. <laughs> and he was like, I thought I'd never see you again. Just like whatever. <laughs> and so I was like, I just want you to know, like I, I published a book and I wrote a, sh a story about you. And he's like, I don't even care how, how you painted me in that book. I am honored to be a part of your project, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And yeah, and a vampire. He's say yeah. If you saw this guy, he looks like esoteric. Like he's just got he lives some, in black and white. Yeah, totally. Before the night ends, can we like pencil draw a photo of him? Absolutely. And we'll put it on our website. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I will pencil draw a puppy tongue for you. <laughs> yeah, but he was stoked to be in the book, and I was honest. I was like, I put you in there as a pervert because you are, and he's like, cool, like whatever. Like he didn't even bat an eye at it so he knew I like it's funny how like honesty to people uh like doesn't always like take be taken it's not always taken like yeah. derogatory I think it's great. Yeah, you know like, like it's like totally dude like, yeah like you obviously own who you are and i portrayed you as such so mm -hmm. there you go yeah. yeah it worked he wanted to be acknowledged and that you don't call yourself puppy tongue because you don't want attention yeah, yourself puppy yeah tongue, yeah you don't call yourself Wasn't a high puppy school tongue. nickname hopefully but Ugh. do you think he went to uh um what do they call those things uh raves you think he's a rave guy no he he What's grew it? up in Arizona, so he oh, was pretty well, like go. straight laced, and um, I know he's just kind of like an alcohol and weed person. Mm. His whole like drug of choice was sex. Apparently. Oh <laughs> so is he older? I'm sure he mentioned yes, it. he was like late fifties. Which yeah. yeah, he's boomer. He's like oh, a no. nasty boomer. little boomer. We did not <laughs> expect this episode to go into a boomer thing. Yeah. I don't know how this happened, but yeah, it is. This know. was happening. It's but hilarious. you know what? That's a real thing. Like yeah. there's a, I think there's a certain age of bar goers of that gets older where creep when you're in your twenties and thirties is more acceptable. I think. Yeah. Than, when you're yeah. hot and you creep on people, it's not as weird, but if you're a fat old man and you creep on people, they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I got to create a persona so I can keep this up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Puppy tongue. <laughs> Jesus. Puppy, puppy tongue. tongue. Godspeed puppy tongue. Godspeed. <laughs> yeah. When was the last time you saw him? Was that was it that time or that was the swallows day and I told him I was like um, if you want to stop by like I'll give you a book like don't even pay for it and so he gave me his phone number I lost it because as it happens you just like a loose piece of piece of paper just right. whatever yeah. and so I came into work the next day and one of my coworkers just looked so concerned for me she's like there was a guy that came in and he 
asked for you. He left his information. Do you, um, uh, puppy tongue? I was like, <laughs> oh, God, no. I was like, oh, yeah, puppy tongue. We no problem. A, <laughs> we need a hashtag this. There's got to be a hashtag already. Puppy tongue? Oh, okay, gosh. So what, if he's just, what if he has, like, 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 like two... Like a presence? Like a social yeah, what if he has, presence? like, one million followers on social media or something? Oh like, somebody yeah. made it for Hashtag him. puppy tongue. Oh, oh my God. Who's working on it? Yeah, it was... It was really okay. So the bar that I work at, I work between two different locations primarily. So when I met him, it was at the Dana Point location in Southern Orange County. And there was a night that he came in. He was distraught. There was a woman that he was having an affair with and she was dying of cancer and all this crazy shit. And he was just he came in bawling his eyes out. So I was like, he's like snotting on my shirt. I'm like, it's okay, puppy tongue, you know, whatever. And so all these, like, hot young girls are like, oh, why are you crying? Do you want to, like, hang out with us? And he's like, yeah. And so he goes over. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yes, yes, yes. Of course I do. Of course he's like, yeah, the crying's going to get me in. And so he's surrounded by all of these, like, 21-year-old girls that just kind of think he's, like, pathetic and funny. But he's loving it. And so at one point I hear him talking about, he says something like, um, I could make you come from just a feather. Oh, and they're no. like, oh, like, do you even know who she is? Do you even know what you're talking about? And he's just like, shut up. I can tell you've never had like a bone chilling orgasm oh, that makes God. you know there's a purpose for you in this life. <laughs> and one of the girls just straight up like chucks a drink in his face, like, fuck you. And then they all get up and walk away. And then long story short, later into the night, he was like talking to another couple. Something got said and he offended the woman apparently he he pulled he pulled out a knife on somebody oh in the God. bar and the boyfriend just like picked him up off of the ground and like bounced his head against the concrete oh, holy oh. shit yeah just like and the, i will never this forget this guy's like a handful he's a movie yeah he's a movie and so i will i will never forget the sound of of his head hitting the I concrete hate that sound. it I hate was that like sound. it was like, like a gu- it was like a gunshot it yeah. it Ugh. sounded so hard and then but the crazy thing was is that he just like bounced right back up, like nothing had even happened, and had the like cross-eyed like lurder for a second. <laughs> but then um, he literally spit blood onto the ground and oh. was like, "You guys don't know anything about true love," and then ran out of the bar. Jeez. And then wow. the next time I saw him was on Swallows Day when That's he was. That's inc- incredible. He is a movie. He's a movie. You don't know true love. Yeah, <laughs> you spit your blood. blood. Yeah, spit blood. Concussed and yeah. spitting blood. Yeah, so he's great. It's probably a good thing you saw him in, at Swallows Day he's because still alive. <laughs> yeah. he's a novelist. Like that's that's what he says. I can kind of get it. Yeah, <laughs> if you're spouting that kind of like well, he gave over romanticized like oh god yeah well he gave when he gave me my erotic story there was another one that he included that was just like this is another story that I wrote I thought you would enjoy like don't copyright he's like I would be a millionaire if if I had earned money off of like work of mine that had been stolen and so he had it the other. It was a nasty short story that he had put in there. So I was like, wow, this guy's really serious about his like grotesque writing. But so, yeah, he he really was a novelist. Hmm. And after somebody bashed him against the cement, I was babysitting one of my coworkers' daughters and took her down to Baby Beach again down in um, Orange County. And I turn around and Puppy Tongue is just like walking slowly towards me. Again, like, what are you doing down here? I was like, what are oh you doing God. at Baby Beach? Yeah, dude. <laughs> what are you doing uh, here? Yeah. Yeah. Lifeguard, help. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't, okay, like, I don't know whether to scream for help, but like, I didn't feel threatened. 
So I was just like, I'm just going to whatever. So he, we sat and we talked for a while. And then he told me crazy stories about how we, how we had met sorcerers and witches. And he met a woman who he claimed could throw energy. And like he, he got drunk and took this woman home from a bar. And she said she was a witch. And he's like, I don't believe you. And she was like, stand against the wall. And so he got up and stood against the wall. And she made this like fake motion like she was throwing a softball and he said his arm flew up and went against the the wall and that he was stuck like that and that he couldn't move and that like sorcery was real i was like okay you're like so is schizophrenia yeah (laughs) exactly i was like how much lsd did you take that day like what did she slip into your drink so yeah Yeah, you're like bath salts are a fucking doozy dude yeah exactly he's he's married this man no he was sleeping with a married woman he said he had a thing for married women oh god right it's gonna go well for you yeah yep He's a gem. He is a movie. He's an OC gem. Absolutely. OC gem. <laughs> He's an OC gem, yes. <laughs> so yeah, Puppy Tongue's in the book. So there's characters like that in, in the book. This book sounds incredible. Yeah, it's, it I must read. It's pretty, bartenders totally appreciate it. And I wrote it for people with short attention spans, full-time jobs, and um, hobbies. And so you can pick it up, read it front to back, back to front, and it makes no difference. Uh, so oh, that's a great way to things. describe that. You said mm-hmm. short... Attention span, got it. Full time jobs, Full-time, got it. And hobbies, yep. got that. Yeah. All right, I can so, read this book. Yeah. yeah. I got two out of three. Guess which one? <laughs> <was which? laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's such a good. Is that on the? Is that on the book? Like that phrase? That's that like that is my canned response that I've been saying for years when I'm like pitching the book it to works. people. So. And then everybody's like, oh, if we could all read that book, sounds like I can do it. I'm like, yeah, that's why I did it's it. Like bartenders, yeah. yeah. This is not an accident. Yeah. And so and the guy with the football jersey walks away. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that's yeah. glorious. So, but the book is not where you stop. You do other amazing stuff outside of bartending as well. You've been doing some web stuff, if I'm correct. So to promote the book, I started making comedy skits about industry-related humor. And so um, I made a video called how to annoy the bartender that went <clears throat> that went viral. And the video's got like almost 4 million views on it now, but it was just like uh, the typical stupid stuff. Is this the olive one? Huh? About, the, about the eating the olives? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, no, it's a different one. Okay. I know the one you're talking about, okay. though. Yeah, different one. But yeah, so um, how to annoy the bartender went viral, and then like the book got a lot of attention from that. And so I've been going with the the comedy skit thing ever since then, but... The greater goal, it's been my goal since the beginning of writing the book to make it into like a TV, like Netflix series. And so the whole reason why I make comedy videos and the whole reason why I published the book was because I felt like it would be a good TV series. And so that's currently what I'm spending majority of my time on is I adapted the book into like an 11 episode, half hour timed TV series. Cool. And so Great. Yeah, it took me almost a year to do. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Oh, God. Puppy Tongue would like that. <laughs> oh, yes, he would. <laughs> Who would play Puppy Tongue? If uh, you could get somebody to Danny play Puppy DeVito. Tongue. Danny DeVito. Oh, my God. Has to be Danny DeVito. Right. Yeah. Dude, that would actually be. Would that work? Yeah. It would. I was thinking just My image of this guy. What? He's not. It needs to be someone old. Older. It I needs to be boomy really, age. I, I imagine Also, really Snow doesn't move his face enough. Yeah. Jon Snow, like, like Jon Snow, 
Dude, I would like to Sean be, Snow. I would love this to be puppy-tongued by that man any day of the fucking week. I'm just saying. He'd yes. be too upset about the whole thing. <sighs> That's okay. We're like, come here. Oh, oh, come here, mama. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we need somebody more, like, perverted looking. Gary Busey? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. I was, like, thinking about it. I'm like, who the fuck am I thinking of? I, I do like good. Gary Busey. He's so weird. He's I do like one. him. He's fantastic. Yeah. He's so strange. Absolutely. I'm trying to think of some other, like, little like, like, penguin guy. Steve Buscemi. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Steve Buscemi would be he'd, he'd, perfect what do you at think? that. Yeah. Wait, is Puppy Tongue, like, Italian? He looks like he could be. He's just, yeah, He's he's got the big nose and the big, sharp teeth and the blue eyes, dark hair, red skin. Oh my so. god. Are you sure he's There's... not Satan? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think he's got a good soul deep down in there. He's just very lost, is my That's, impression. It's kind of he sounds like a fairly innocent dude. This is like so like I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Like you, you said it well, but yeah. he's just sex hungry. He's yeah. yeah. But like, no, I think I mean he he snotted on me, so like he can't be that like hardened and cold if he's just gonna <laughs> snot on me. He has emotion, letting, yeah. Yeah, if he's letting snot out of his cries. Yeah, I don't even let That's snot a hard cry. out of my cries. <laughs> it's rare, but <laughs> it has to be something pretty intense for me to snot that hard. But he snotted pretty hard, <laughs> like a sheen on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah, I had to wear a jacket the rest of the night because there was oh, residue oh no. oh no it's like a snail situation oh no yeah but it's not every day you get a back hand somebody <laughs> as hard as you can yeah. and them just take it and not be mad so, yeah it sounds i kind of like people like that that will yeah handle something like that me too yeah it was mad, great mad respect mad respect puppy tongue <laughs> yeah. mad respect yeah <laughs> You can take a back hair and like a hooker. My <laughs> God. Next time you see Puppy Dog, you're going to be like, remember last time I saw you and I wrote a freaking sto- uh, entire story about you in my book? Well, this time we spent like an hour talking about you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Yes, darling. It, was yes. A, it sounds yes, amazing. It was an honor to be spoken about on the podcast. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you painted me on this podcast. It doesn't matter how you As long as you said my name. <laughs> yes. In a creative puppy manner. Do- puppy Dog. Puppy Dog. Yeah. <laughs> <Wizard> <laughs> it. Yeah. Good times. Oh, man. Um, so are, you're still behind the bar, yes? Yeah. So I I saved up enough money to, to not work for a while while I've been pursuing this very serious writing endeavor. But um, I will probably bartend next month again. I'm just trying to avoid it as long as I can. I love bartending. And the freedom it's it's given me and, and the personalities I met and blah, blah, blah. Like, and the creative outlets. So. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just endless stories. But, but the mental anguish. <laughs> yes. Yes. Literally, the last night I, I, I haven't bartended since July because I've been doing my thing. But the last night, talk about like the two, three, four deep thing. Dear God, the last day that I bartended, I always, okay, so I always make this joke whenever I go into work. I say, regardless of whether it's going to be a slow Monday night or whatever, I go into work and I say, tonight, I'm going to make $500, like every single day. And all my coworkers and I were all like, tonight, we're going to make $500 just to like rile ourselves up, you know? And so I walked in, and I'm working with this. If he hears this, I don't care. You don't have to edit this out. I was working with this new manager who didn't know what the fuck he was doing. And we're working on, like, a busy Saturday night. It's summer, so there's weddings, wedding parties that are coming in. And it was so busy. And I was working the service well and was surrounded by people nonstop with no barbacks 
from 8.30 p.m. until 1.30, last call, it was like absolute chaos. Just like people surrounding me in every angle. Like it was insane. And by the end of the night, I left with over five hundred dollars. Yes. I was like, I was like, okay, yes. like I made five hundred dollars. But it was I was so like my eye was twitching by the time I went home, and I think that that was like a Vicodin night. Like I went home and popped a Vicodin and was just like, I don't give a fuck, yeah, and just like leaned down like a mummy and went to bed. And then I was like, okay, that was a good way to go out and not bartend for a little while. Like, yeah, I think we've talked about this before about how like you you'll have those nights where they seem like they'll never end. You you, you think that like oh my God. that people will not just stop coming in. You're no, like how yeah. how are they still coming in? You're like how is this still happening? Yeah. Like my body is not wanting to keep up with this no. and your brain but you is have to. more so yeah. not wanting to keep up with it. But there's, there's no, no other choice. E- there's no exit route. You keep going. No. Yeah. Exactly. You just and look up and just see more like it's an like ocean. Wave. Yes. 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 And, and going back to the service, uh, the service wall thing. Oh, cool. you don't know what that feels like until you've done it in a busy bar. You oh, can yeah. work. You, you've been a bartender for a long time, but if you've never worked at a high volume bar where there's a service well, you don't know what. Especially if it's a service that also allows people to come up to you and order drinks. Like if it's a service, like I know. A lot of bar, like bars in New York, for example, will have the service mm-hmm. separate from the bar. So is somebody just making service drinks? Like that sounds great to me. But like a service ball where you're also helping guests, the anxiety you get when you have ten fucking tickets, a bunch of egg white drinks, and there's you're three deep, and people are wait- oh my god. And then, and then all the servers are tapping their nails at the service <laughs> oh. bar. You're like, dude. If you don't go, if you think that there's nothing else to be done on this fucking floor and you just have time to sit here and look at me, wait to make your drinks, I'm going to punch you. I'm going to punch you. Do you have like a loud printer? Like that? No. So it's like the super silent, stealthy, like you just turn around and there's like a roll of paper outside. Yes. Oh, the worst. Our printers are like that. But not to the same level for sure. Yeah. Do you feel that you have gone into these alternative, like creative endeavors because of a therapeutic therapeutical like is that word therapeutical therapeutic therapeutic, therapeutic yeah. like method of like dealing with bartending 100 percent. that was the whole reason why i wrote the book um i've been a writer my whole life it's just like something i've always done and so when i started working in the service industry and these crazy things would happen like Part of the thing that I love about writing is that when when like a year or two goes by and you and you look back on it, you say, wow, I totally forget that that crazy thing ever happened. Like, how could I forget that? And so and as you guys know, with bartending, there are so many things that happen on a day to day basis, so many interactions, so many different people and personalities. It's really easy to let these things just slip through the cracks. And so I it kind of became like a not only therapeutic release, but I wanted to be able to look back at these events and say like, wow, I remember that person or wow, I remember how I was feeling or wow, I remember when my friend and I, when we bonded, like I'm like closer with my coworkers than some of my sisters, because when you're working with people in these high stress, intense environments, like the camaraderie is something that you really don't experience in a lot of other industries. Cause like you were saying with the anxiety and with the stress and the high volume, you really, you learn things about yourself that you cannot in other situations. And so long story short, yeah, the writing was therapeutic, but it was also a way to categorize my life. 
Yeah, I, I 100% relate on that. That's a, 100% why I started this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I really like what you said about the the bonding with people behind the bar, that you being closer to them than some of your family. Like my my boy fiancé now. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I couldn't tell by the uh, sun star on your <laughs> finger. Ooh. But he works in a nine-to-five office, you know, typesetting, very corporate, whatever. And like he always says, oh, we're because we moved to different cities before. But I, oh, you're so fun. You make you make really close friends really quickly. I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with my personality, quote unquote. It has to do with my line of work. You have to bond with these people because the most stressful part. First of all, you spend long hours. I spend more time with them than I do with 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 you. You know what I mean? And moon landings. It, yeah, and moon, you touch butts, dude. <laughs> Constantly, you touch butts. Oh, is that what like, that is? Yeah, moon landing. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Never heard that. So I it's love like that. the bond you carry with these people. It's 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 not that I'm like super friendly and I can make friends, good friends wherever I go. It's just like my line of work puts me in a position where I am bonding with these people because it's so fucking stressful sometimes. Like if you don't bond, then somebody has to quit because yes. this is not going to work yeah. out. You're yeah. in the trenches, like, and you like you are. You're like looking left and right, and who do you see? Like your brothers in arms that are just like, yeah, yep. and yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> like the same yeah. crazy shit. Save me, yeah. save me, brethren. Pour me. me a shot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, I think, a good example, like totally great points and good examples of like when bartenders don't work out at a bar. It's pr- maybe not because they're not good bartenders. Maybe not because they're not good at their jobs are making drinks. You have fit. to have that like fit. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, have to, you have exactly. to be able Absolutely. to, because you know what? You're going to be bumping butts. Yeah. Like yeah. nobody's yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be, be moon landing. <laughs> moon landing. Yeah, and you have that. to say it every time it happens. That's a rule. That's <laughs> at least my, one of my rules. Every time I bump butts with someone, I go moon landing. Doesn't matter who, <laughs> when or how or wherever I want is. you to know, I'm going to start doing that. Right, cool. When I go back to bartending. <laughs> Moon landing. <laughs> we say butt stuff. We touch butt and we're like butt stuff. Oh my gosh, incredible. Uh, so I, I I know that you do comedy and I know that uh, you uh, have been doing a lot of like web stuff and uh, stuff. So I thought I'd I'd write a uh, bar joke for you. Perfect. Oh, or is it the fucking duck one, Shauna? No. Okay. I, I wrote this one. This one I was going to be like, okay. I will walk out of this room right <laughs> yeah, now yeah. if you go for the duck joke. <laughs> no, I've already done the duck joke. I don't okay. do a joke twice. What am I? <laughs> Who am I, a hack? <laughs> uh, I have never written... I've written one joke before. The only other Shauna original joke is... Uh, which I'll just briefly go over, is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go, go on. <laughs> Is a uh, what is Fozzie Bear's favorite uh, food? Oh God! I've it's uh, a a waka mole. But uh, but more. <laughs> oh boy! But, uh, I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> this one might be a little, these two might be a little better. Two? Uh, yeah, I wrote two. Okay. I'm so excited right now. Okay. Steal All right, I'm gonna do this as best as I can. Because our uh, my uh, the bo- the podcast dog Amby is in the room. She's getting a little antsy, so I thought I'd write her a, a joke for her in honor of her. Okay, so okay, <laughs> Amby the podcast. Okay, here we go. Amby the podcast dog walks walks into an L.A. bar, and she orders a pina colada. The bar the bartender says that'll be seventeen dollars. Amby the podcast dog says woof, and then farts her way out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a beautiful joke. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> kind of an inside joke too, because anyone doesn't know this dog farts a lot, and yeah. it's, we're in a very she close space. A lot. <laughs> All right, now uh, this is my my next 
bar joke that has to do with Ambie the podcast dog. She's getting old. She's going to die soon, so I'm trying to make these things count. She's going to last a long time. Uh, subtle pressure on us, but I appreciate it. So you better laugh. Uh, all right. Ambie the podcast dog walks into a bar, and she sits down at the bar, says, hey, bartender, let me get a vodka pit bull. <laughs> vodka pit bull. That's why I had that. Yay. That was beautiful. That was... I love it. A vodka pit bull. <laughs> A Get vodka it? pit bull. She's a pit bull. She's a pit bull. She's a pit bull. Oh boy. Amazing. Hey, uh, three Shauna originals right there. Boom. <laughs> yeah, publish, publish them. I'll wait the book deal. Yeah. If you got a publisher, let me know. Oh. Copyright that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Vodka pit bull. That's yeah. gold. Vodka pit bull. Yeah. Mail it to yourself. Copyrighted. Ambie. <laughs> Absolutely. Ambie, that one's for you. She's nice. getting grumbly. She's cute. She really she's wants a, a vodka, vodka pit bull now. Yeah. yeah she needs to chill Except out. she doesn't like alcohol. She only likes virgin pina coladas. She could um, drink a pit bull colada. There you go. God damn it. Can I get a, a, a martini with olives pit bulls? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Is that a pit, an olive pit joke? Yes. <laughs> yes. Pits pulled. I like bowl. it. <laughs> there was an attempt. I, I like that you're that. like you're crying. <laughs> yeah, because it's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. I mean, like you, you know, it's like a pitbull joke. <laughs> yeah, you know, of course, like the ones. That, yeah, joke. every morning. Bar pitbull. Hey, jokes. Um, Alexa, tell me a pitbull joke. Oh my god. Well, Matt, <laughs> you ever heard of the dog that walks in the bar? Where's a Vodka pitbull? No. Tell me about it. She <laughs> just did. Yeah, oh. It's a good, it's a good one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, okay. So we have been telling a ton of stories, and your your stories are, are top of the top here. Thank you. Um, do you want to... What time are we... What, uh, this is going to be edit. 47. We're at 47? Yeah. Hmm. Do you want to do some more stories? or do you? Oh, wanna... yeah. Okay, sure. cool. I wrote um, a list. It's up in my... I'll rem- I remember some of these stories. Okay. Matt, yeah. take it. Yeah, well, let's get into the, some of these stories. So, uh, you know, settle down and get yourself something to sip on as we get into this uh, crazy, sometimes crazier. ASMR. Yummy. 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 Wait, do you guys want to talk about what we're drinking first? <gasps> oh, we should. Since we you're talking about something to that. sip on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's, let's sip on. Let's talk about what we're sipping on. Yeah, do it. And we have a special guest. Yes, he is a very um, world-renowned novice uh, uh, <laughs> cocktail taster. Uh, he is a master sommelier. He's a master beer person. Basically, he's certified so master. Cicerone. Yeah, there you go. That's is that what it, what it is? Okay. <laughs> he literally has a palate of a god, and his descriptions are insane. We might not understand him because we're not smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I made this cocktail for him. He had some feedback. But let me quickly describe the cocktail for you guys. Uh, I did a split one ounce uh, overproof brandy and one ounce uh, Blanco tequila. Um, I did a little bit of a lemon oleo sacrum. Ooh. 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 Um, a little bit of a clarified, clarified uh, passion fruit juice. And then uh, a little bit of orange bitters and a little bit of uh, apple-infused um, absinthe, which I learned that from Shauna, and it's like probably my favorite thing to add to cocktails now. Oh, thank you. Apple-infused absinthe. Try it. It's delicious. But please, uh, 
Master Taster, tell us what you think. Hi, my name's Will, and this is really good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, it's oily. Uh-huh, okay. kind of like you shot a bunch of olive oil into an orange <laughs> and added a little salt and sugar. And it kind of tastes hollow and full at the same time. <laughs> My mind is blown right now. I don't you know guys. if we're worthy for this I level. I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> it's yeah. Let's keep those going. What, what, yeah, keep how going. does it make you feel uh, deep inside? Um, a little brainless, <laughs> actually, because I've had a few. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, feel relaxed. The dog is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. I think um, I would drink another. And there's this uh, fancy, really clear ice cube that looks like... Actually, right now, it looks like a mushroom. <laughs> no, seriously, look at it. Oh, it does. <laughs> it's melted into the shape of a mushroom, but it was a very clear ice cube from your fancy clear ice maker, which I learned about today. Um, that I spend way too much money on, but yeah. it's okay. It was worth it. No, worth no it. bubble ice. It looks like fake. It looks fake like ice. what you'd use on like a food set. How, how, did you, uh, how did you find out it was real? I didn't even notice that it was that clear, actually, until you said something. <laughs> and, then I, and then I looked into the glass and I was like, huh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if if you could uh, describe that cocktail in one descriptive word that resembles an animal, what would it be? Mm. Mm. <laughs> Such a complex drink. Mud skipper. <laughs> <laughs> But like, but a mud skipper that like got orange juice dumped on it <laughs> and skipped its way out of that orange juice because it probably burns a mud skipper to be orange juiced. Wow, that's so uh, insightful. Let's make. We need to make sure we note that we did not burn any mud skippers in the making of this podcast. <laughs> also, there's or absolutely cocktail. no orange juice in this cocktail either. <laughs> but it's the taste. It's the feel. It's the feel. Yeah. You don't understand, Adele. I don't. You're absolutely right. He's he's, he's, he's leading us on this journey. Yes. It's kind of milky looking, if that helps you guys visualize. It, it looks like, um, kind of like when you piss and, <laughs> and it's cloudy. And you're like, whoa, why is my piss cloudy? Uh, it kind of looks like that, but like sweet that's where you gotta go to the flavor. <laughs> but sweet. <laughs> Not like asparagusy or anything like that. Just... just um, Sweet <laughs> syrupy, <laughs> braidless again. <laughs> what a compliment! <laughs> no, it's really good though. Sweet, sweet piss. If, if you could put a, a tone, like a, a, a sound tone to this cocktail, what would that be? Bass nectar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a. Um, mm, Hmm. Oh, okay. It's like that little thing behind the door that goes like. 
that you like flick when you're just like laying on the carpet when you're a kid and you're just like, <laughs> the door the door stop or yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great. I know exactly what that yeah. sounds like. It's satisfying in that kind of way, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a tight spring with this sweet noise. Yeah. But it's got some bass to it. Yeah. You know? That's that the oiliness. Nectar. Yeah, the bass yeah. nectar, baby. Yeah. Wow. I think my life changed. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. I, I nailed it. Thank yes, you, Matt. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Yes, beautiful. I feel enlightened. You know, I feel enlightened. That was great. That was that was amazing. Oh, that was. That, I, I'm honored. I'm honored. To, I'm honored. I'm like, I'm just, dude. That, was that the first analysis of a cocktail from Will? In such depth. Yes. The the world renowned <laughs> uh, yes. cocktail taster. Yes, that was insane. <laughs> I'm inspired. I'm enlightened. I'm confused. It's all these things happening. Yeah, at it's once. art basically. It's art. What we just experienced. That is art. That was amazing. Thanks, Will. Thank you. <laughs> thank you all right uh shall we get into uh another story perhaps yes let's do it you think uh you think i got another one other than uh oh my god i forgot his name already puppy Puppy tongue tongue. i keep thinking lips for some reason puppy lips because yeah he used his lips yeah apparently (laughs) yeah uh so many stories where do i start um there was another night at the Dana Point location. I work at, I don't care. I, I work at Hennessy's Tavern in Southern Orange County. So stop in and say hello. It's a place filled with adventure and <laughs> exciting people. <laughs> so there was one night, two ladies came in. Um, they were both, just for, for visual reference, they're both wearing tank tops that have bedazzled, bedazzled crosses on the back of them and like Ed Hardy pants. Cool. They're like alimony whores with the fake nails and the leather purses. <laughs> and I'm the, here for it. I'm into it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So they come in. They got to be late 30s. They start getting hammered. And these younger guys start kind of like enticing them. Saying like, oh, you know, you know, it would be so hot right now. And they're like, oh, what? It's like, <laughs> if you guys made out right now. And so like they're, oh, so one of the guys is saying like, so have you ever been with another woman before? You guys like ever hooked up with another girl? So as one of the woman, women is telling a story about whatever, um, the other woman puts her head underneath the bar and throws up. <laughs> and so, Valid. yeah, that's where they're at. And so. <laughs> One barfs, the other one's like telling her sexual female escapades. So the other one pulls her head back up under the bar, like wipes her mouth, and then just starts saying like, oh, I've been with another woman before in college. (laughs) Just doing that whole thing. So then that's when the guy starts saying, you guys should just make out. That would be so hot. Blah, blah, blah. With puke mouth? Yes. Yes, girl. And so, um, so they start making out. They're like fully going on it. They're like sit cr- like straddling each other with these like 21 year old frat boys like go 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 yeah 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 and so they've got like a circle of men around them and they're just barf mouthing each other <laughs> and i am at the other corner of the bar like i can't believe that this is happening right now and this was at a time before the patio remodel when there was fireplaces on oh. the back patio and so somehow one of them they both fell into the fire and oh, oh my gosh. So they're what? they're barf mouthing and then they're in the fire. And so one of the women caught on fire. So I I ran across the I had like water pitchers and I just went over and like doused them. Like as hard like full just like chucked two pitchers of water like straight into their faces. And it put the fire out, but they were like 
shocked and stunned and like kind of had the the sobering moment of like what are we doing and then like literally like a movie one of the guys steps out of the crowd and goes like don't you go to the church right up the street by the high school? (laughs) And she literally ran out of the bar with like one shoe missing, just like, and like half a hair. Yeah. With just, (laughs) it was like the shirt, the shirt and like part of the hair that had ignited. And so then she abandons her friend there. And the other friend was so drunk that she had to wait for her husband to come and pick her up. And when her husband got there, he just like walked into the bar and like looked at her like, like he had done this so many times. Oh, no. Here we go, Susan. Yeah, and she and he just looked at her like, ugh. And then, like she was chasing him back out, going like, "I promise it'll never happen again, Steve. This time, I swear it." And then the the most sad part about this story was that I saw the guy's car backing up, and she's like hitting the windows, but there was two kids inside of the oh, car. Oh no! Yeah, no. so she was bad mom. Not this, being a good This is mom. why I don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So so Jeez. that was a really interesting night. Uh, there was another night that a woman was so high on edibles that she had two guys on both sides of her. And she kept saying, like, God, the edibles are just hitting me so fucking hard right now. And I keep and I look at her. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to serve you if you keep like saying that. Like, you're going to be beyond me being able to serve. You. So just like, don't say that. <laughs> and then like she at one point again just was like, I'm so high. I could lick this bar right now. And both the guys <laughs> on both sides of her that are trying to sleep with her are both like, don't do that. And then she's just like clockwork, like, yeah, <laughs> and like leans down with her tongue out and just licks this bar i like this one yeah yeah and she was just the funny thing she was attractive too which was kind of like funny too because it wasn't like whatever she was like good looking and licking a bar it was weird and so that was the first time i had ever seen anybody lick a bar before um i don't think i've ever seen anybody lick a i haven't bar. seen that and she just wa- she wanted to do it like i'm so high i could lick the bar right now and then, then like the thought process and she just went like, down i totally can't yeah. do that yeah there's like nothing stopping me yeah there's nothing stopping me from licking this bar, fucking bar. have you ever yeah. licked a bar no, it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I know that I clean that bar and I would still never lick that bar. Yep. Oh yeah. Nope. Yeah. Disgusting. I don't think I've ever licked a bar. I will never mm-hmm. lick a bar. I don't I mean I can see maybe if I fell asleep like near a With bar your mouth open, it. perhaps, yeah. but not like a tongue think, out. I don't know if my tongue's ever fallen out of my mouth sleeping though. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's a good case situation. Yeah, that's hey, good. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, hey. I can't I mean I don't know. I don't know what I look like when I sleep. Oh well. It's okay. I don't think that anybody really looks great when they sleep. That's... You sure? I don't know. I don't. So it's not like a Sleeping Beauty situation. You're yeah. like, I, I drool. like starfished out. Just yeah, like, I'm Rrr. sleeping ugly for I, sure. I definitely drool. I, it's like a pile. I wake up. I'm like, oh boy. Yeah. I like almost good. drowned last night. Yeah, like, yeah. At least I'm hydrated. I'm like yeah. Andy. <laughs> 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 At <least> I'm <laughs> See. Yes, so many great times. There was another time I walked into the bathroom and a woman had stuck like the dirtiest pad like to the wall. Why? That's so. mm. Or like sweet, like there was tampons. Like there was one time there was a barf pile in the corner of the bathroom and a tampon in it. 
Like this woman just had a it's full like I, monkey moment and like barfed and then like chucked her tampon down. And I was thinking something moment. totally different. Yeah. I was thinking somebody puked and then somebody wanted to one up the, the right? nasty. Like, yeah. I was like, you ain't going to one up my nasty. Some yeah. people just want to see the world burn. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I get it, but I've never stuck a pad to a wall. I like. Ugh. I don't even want to touch a pad. No. Yeah. I don't either. This is one bar. Um, I'm not going to say where, in downtown LA, that is a agave <laughs> forward bar. And they are notorious for over-serving people. And they have this weird setup with the the sinks are inside the stalls. Oh. It's super weird. So it's always filled with puke. So oh. you go in there, and it's always a fucking pool of throw-up. And I'm like, I'm just trying to wash my goddamn fucking so hands. Yeah. I don't want E. coli, but I also do not want to wash my hands over mm. your throw-up. This is disgusting. Yeah. One time I had to go to the bathroom very badly in that bar, and it was not a good situation. Ugh, it's so gross. Ugh. You gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> in this life. <laughs> You know? I don't want to wash my hands. I don't want to sit down. I don't know yeah, what to do with myself. Yeah, that, I don't want to touch anything. Yeah. There are certain bars that have very bad bathroom situations. Yep. Yes. But I'll tell you what. I really, really appreciate a good bathroom in a bar. Oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. When one of us playing music and like you know, and there's toilet paper. And they've got a, to- a <laughs> so towel simple. person that's like, here you go. No, I don't yeah. like a towel person. Oh, really? I hate a bathroom attendant. I it like- makes me feel so uncomfortable. I really? kind of, I don't know. I try to just like chat them up and see. I get, always chat them up because I feel I have to. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I like when they have candy. I don't want to take anything from them because I don't ever have any money on me that I'm like, I feel so oh, obligated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I guess when I don't have any cash on me, I feel really guilty that they're doing all these things. And I'm yeah. like, I have no money. Stop being nice. I have no money to give you. I do not have cash. Yeah. The obligation yeah. is too, too stressful for people me. People are catching up to that because last time I went to a show, there was a bathroom lady and she had a Venmo. Good so for she her. She had a sign with Venmo on no it. No way. Wow. Yes. She's like, I'm no impressed. excuses, fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, hey, me. Touche, yeah. lady. Touche. Yes. Wait, Hennessy serves food, right? They do. They do the shepherd's pie thing. Yeah, they do. I have a story about that. Oh, let's hear your shepherd's well, pie. It was, in, it was in my story, but I used to live in San Diego many moons ago when I was like 19, 20. And there's one there as well. And one, and they, one of my friends used to bartend there. This before I was old enough to bartend, but I would hear their stories. And she told me a story about this girl who came in one day. And they had some weird... Kirby, if I remember, it was like all-you-can-eat shepherd's pie or some type of, like, a lot of food special situation. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, this happened, like, fucking 10 years ago or something like that. Okay. But basically, there was one girl that came in with a group of guys. And she... She was a very good, like, impressionist. She was, like, mimicking this girl in a really funny way, which I cannot replicate. But she was saying to the girl, which is, like, oh, my God, like, I eat so much. I love food. I eat so much. Like, look me. Like, I eat like a man. Like, everybody's eating. And it was some, forget exactly what it was. I it was like, like, a, man. It, it, like, like <laughs> I can eat so much. Cool. I can eat so much. I can eat so much. Oh, my God. Where do I put it? I'm so skinny. I eat so much. And she kept saying that. She said that? In an obnoxious, like, in a way... Like, so repeatedly and so, like, heavily that it was noticeable. Like, nobody's listening to you talk about your eating habits if you're bartending, right? But she said it so many times. Like, oh, my God, I eat so much. I'm so skinny. Like, where do you even put it? I don't know. Where She was like, I'm just, like, one of the guys. I'm just, like, one of the guys. Oh she kept God. saying that Which is code for you just over. fuck all your friends. Like, so. <laughs> over and, yeah, basically. Over yeah. and over and over and over and over again. And then, like, she is a little tipsy or whatever. And then she, you know, she's to the bathroom, comes back, they leave. Then she goes to the bathroom and literally everything is covered in like shepherd's pie throw up. Oh. She went and just like threw everything up. And I guess she was eating like a morbid amount of shepherd's pie. 
Jeez, somebody what called good, her out and had yeah. to eat shepherd's pie. That was the only. Thing. I don't know, man. But she was. I guess like she was like, oh, like I just. I'm like. I'm so small. Imagine like, I, why, eat, I, I eat why. so much. I eat so much. Oh my god, I eat so much. What a fascinating thing to pride yourself on. Yeah. <laughs> well said. She yeah. kept saying what, like, weird, I'm like one thing. of the guys. I like, eat so much, your... and she like kept saying it, and then she was like, dude, like this was gnarly. Like there was like fucking shepherd's pie. Like digested shepherd, like all over the bathroom, all over the sink, like all over everywhere. Oh, oh wow. I you know I have an issue with. As I've gotten older, I have found that, and it's not the case with everybody, but there's a lot of women that I know that are like, I'm one of the guys. I, I can't get along with women. I don't have women friends. I'm like, oh, so you're untrustworthy and you fuck everyone. <laughs> That's what that means. Like, if you don't have, like, a relationship with a, with a female, like, what does that say about how you feel about your own, like, people? Yeah. It's just weird. Like, well, there's a lot of people who are untrustworthy, and, like, I get that. But if you're, like, priding yourself on it, it's just, I don't know. I feel like it's a front for something. I think it's inherently sexist to say that you're one of the guys and you don't have any girlfriends because it's like you're saying, like, girls are not cool enough to be my friends. I'm going to time on that one. Um, you want to do some, sorry, there's going to be edit right here. I just thought we were running into time. Yeah, see. Um, you want to do some rapid fire? Yeah. You want to do the, do the, this one? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. That's cool. the one I printed out. Uh, you want to segue that one? Okay. Yeah, so sure. wait, where were we on that one? No, oh, like where it was just kind of like, you know, why don't you have like, it's, it's like a sex kind of thing, not sex thing, a sexist, sexist. sexist thing. thing. Yeah. For like the, um. Like, really just not having any, like, lady friends or anything like that. But, like, making that, like, a pride point. You know how I feel about not having lady friends? Maybe <laughs> you don't have very good answers to some rapid-fire questions. <laughs> nice. Maybe you should work out better answers to rapid-fire questions, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see how you do, Tanita, on some rapid-fire <laughs> questions. Let's do let's, this. Let's do it. Kay. All right. Uh, rapid guys questions, just answer as quickly as you can. You know, it's fairly simple. Well, this is going to be fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> verbally build a Bloody Mary your way. First, take an empty pint glass, put salt around the rim. Take another glass, fill it with ice, Worcestershire, lemon juice, um, uh, horseradish, salt and pepper mixture, vodka, tomato, shake, pour over the fresh one. Nice. Hey, oh. I would say vodka, bloody very mix. Go. <laughs> Breakfast. Garnish with a lemon and lime and olive. Ooh, delicious. Bon appetit. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I don't eat fucking Tootsie Pops. <laughs> <laughs> Name three Amaros. Go. Amaros? I don't, I'm sorry. I'm just going to pride aside. I can't even remember what an Amaro is. Name three Amigos. Go. The drink three Amigos? <laughs> yeah. There's a drink called the three Amigos? Is there really? Three Amigos? Oh, I have no idea. The uh, movie? It's the movie. Oh, Three Amigos. Or just friends. Oh, name my personal Three Amigos? <laughs> or just Yeah, any. Any Amigos. Oh, Karen? <laughs> Karen's an Amigo. You uh, can name Migos if you want. Oh, Sorry, um, just kidding. Yeah. I met that guy. Sorry. Cardi B's husband? <laughs> he's Amigo, right? <laughs> he's Amigo. He's Amigo, Amigo? He's Amigo. <laughs> he's a plural version. There we go. Uh, a customer is sleeping on the bar. What do you do? Um, 
I tell that or I call them a taxi or try to find them a safe way home and tell them that it's time to go to bed. A customer asks you for a gin cocktail made with vodka and you actually still make you accidentally still make it with gin. What do you do? What? <laughs> you accidentally make a cocktail that was asked for by someone with vodka. Mm-hmm. But you should have made it with gin. No, 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 no. No, no I messed it, it up. It's a gin-based cocktail, but they go, like, we want to make, can you make it with vodka instead of gin? But you're like, yeah, totally. But then you just still make it with gin because that's what the cocktail's made oh. You just like slip your mind of it. I put it in front of them and I wait for them to tell me that something's weird and I <laughs> act like nothing ever happened and then act dumb if they do say something. Oh my God, I did. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'll fix that for you. <laughs> if you had to do one thing for eternity over and over again, and nothing else, what would it be? Eat Asian food? Nice. Do you want to do this next one? <laughs> I feel like you're stressed on <laughs> What is it? We'll see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Scatman. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you didn't want to do this. Uh, okay. Verbally scat how you would shake a cocktail. Verbally. Verbally scat how I would shake like a cocktail. Like how it would sound. You gotta change up the pace, you know? <laughs> Keep them Depending guessing. Depending on how yeah. tired your arm is. <laughs> Depending upon what poor bastard at the bar is watching and how much <laughs> I can squeeze the pennies out, you know? <laughs> Milk it. What's that yes. last milk sk- uh, scat-, scat shake? <laughs> milk scat shake. <laughs> Is that the sound? It's the sound of it rushing yeah. out of the tin into the beautiful glass. Oh, yeah. Ting, ting. All right. Uh, if you were sitting on an airplane and you could make a cocktail out of what they provide you, what cocktail would you make? An old-fashioned. I think they have some of those now. I think they do, they sell cocktails now, like little pre-made cocktails Ew. on airplanes. Airplanes? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. They're probably in a can, and they yeah, probably exactly. Suck. They're they're in a can, and they just give you the mini. Yeah. If a uh, okay, sorry. If you could choose any celebrity to come to come into your bar, who would it be? Oh wow! Any celebrity, dead or alive? Dead or alive? Or mythologically? Oh, well, <laughs> that really opens, opens up the door. You know, okay, uh, Jer- maybe Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, yeah. Just because uh, his brothers have, have turned the show on to me called like Riding in Cars with Comedians mm-hmm. or Coffee in Cars with Comedians, something like that. And Jerry Seinfeld hosts it, and he's just, he's just like hilarious. In the... Would you offer him coffee? I would get him whatever he wanted. <laughs> maybe, yeah, I'd offer him coffee, a coffee cocktail perhaps. Ooh. Sounds delicious. Okay, a movie is being made about you and your life as a bartender. Who would who would you cast as yourself? Wow. Hmm. God, I'm so bad at like who who would do this. I don't really know a lot of celebrity names. I feel like dead, dead alive or mythological. Okay, maybe <laughs> celebrity mythological character. Maybe like a 21 year old Angelina Jolie. That's a good oh, one. Oh, that would work. Ooh. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was just introduced to the movie Mia and Oh yeah. She's the movie's great. fantastic. Yeah. That is a good movie. Twenty one year old Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's rad. Okay. Do you think these questions could get any weirder? I'm so excited. 
Okay, then. <laughs> if you could bathe in a barrel of bourbon, a barrel of rum, or a barrel of wine, where would you choose to bathe? In the Oregon forest, in a tub of Merlot. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, maybe a sangria with some brandy in it, too. Iced, iced wine. <laughs> iced wine. <laughs> iced wine. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the river flow, you know? <laughs> Absolute just came out with a new wacky flavored vodka. What it what it's its name? What type of vodka is it? That time of the month. Oh! Oh! <laughs> it comes with a, a pad slapped to the yeah, bottle. Exactly. <laughs> what position would you like to be taxidermied in? Uh, in a headstand. That'd be kind of awesome, actually. That's kind of cool. Headstand. Yeah. I in, was like, a, in a head. Yeah, I was like, oh, I didn't even get that. Like, in a headstand. Headstand, handstand. Those are some great questions. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to ask you guys questions now and quick fire you? Yeah. You got them? Um, I'll think of them very quickly. Okay. Okay. That's fair. You. Who do you hate the most? That's loaded as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, most. What do you hate the most? Ron Jeremy. What do I hate the most or who do I hate the most? Whatever comes first. There's only one person that I hate. And I'd, I'm not going to name the name, but uh, it had something to do with a major lie in the past year okay. that I've never experienced a sociopath like the way I've ever, ever experienced this person. Yeah. If you had a million dollars, what would you do tomorrow? Uh, spend it. On what? <laughs> Cars. <laughs> Cars. <laughs> Going, drinking coffee and cars with Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'd pay him to drive me around and get coffee. Yes. <laughs> would be great. If you could bring one person back from the dead, who would you bring back and why? Anthony Bourdain. Oh, I feel like he wasn't awesome. done. I feel like he was. He had so much more to give wow. us. Wow. <laughs> Deepness. <laughs> the emotion. That was sad. Oh, <laughs> she feels that. Ambi loves Anthony Bourdain. Ambi, if you could go outside right now, how would you feel about it? If you could have one treat in the world, what would it be and why? If you could grumble as as the, for the rest of your life and not even worry about me yelling back at you, what would you do? <laughs> <laughs> Subtle that, grumble. Exactly that. <laughs> Incredible. Um, okay, let's see. I think it's getting down to that time for plug, plug, plug. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> Shake it again. Shake it, baby. Uh, and so I think a uh, big thing, like plug your Instagrams and how to get a hold oh, of you and yeah. how to get the book, how to see your stuff on uh what platforms your your videos are on and mm -hmm. anything and everything that you're up to. Yeah, sure. Past, present, and future. Oh, um, yeah, I can be reached on www.facebook.com slash go.tanita, my last name, T-A-N-I-T-A-A, because the first one was taken. Uh, my Instagram handle is the same thing, go, period, Tanita, T-A-N-I-T-A-A. And those are pretty much the only two that I use. My book, one more time, is called Estranged Behavior, The Underbelly of Society. It can be found on Amazon as either a print or an ebook version. 
Awesome. Yeah, pick that thing up. That's some good stories. You you heard some snippets here on Talk Tales, but <laughs> get the whole version for sure. Although they're like based on like actual people. That's just how our industry is. Yeah. <laughs> you like, can't make this shit up. Yeah, yeah. You, really, you really can't. It's, yeah. it's so Stranger great. Stranger than fiction for mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. And if uh, any of you out there have amazing stories or maybe be want to be a guest on Talk Tales, you can go to our website, www.talktalesthepodcast.com. And on our homepage, you can submit your own stories via email at talktalesthepodcast at gmail.com. Absolutely. And if you like our show, do us a solid. Subscribe and leave us a review. This is a DIY project and all the love we get helps us grow. And if that love comes in the form of a charitable donation, you can share that love on our Patreon page, which you can find the link on our website, TalkTalesThePodcast.com, as well as Patreon.com backslash TalkTalesThePodcast. I also want to thank our good friend Josh for composing our theme song. And thank you so much to my brother-in-law, Grayson, for creating our amazing badass logo. And Rashid. He's alive! You're alive. I'm so happy you're alive, Rashid. We were so worried about you. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm so, when I got that message, I was so happy. So thank you so much, Rashid, for um, getting back on, on your feet and uh, and uh, and editing our podcast to make us sound amazing. And Why don't we bring back our, our amazing um, Whiskey Angel Whiskey angel, <laughs> tasting tasting angel. <laughs> yeah, a, my mind is very angel. specific. I don't know yes. what I'm craving. Thank you, William Thorin, for <laughs> your taste experience. Your taste extraordinary, your, no problem. Your taste journey. Yeah. Do you uh, have any you. any plugs you wanna you wanna shout out to, or anything you got coming up, or something like that? Um, I play didgeridoo in a rap group with George Clinton's grandson, and That's we're playing so in. Cool. Well, actually, live shows don't matter. Our band is called Gorangatang. Half gorilla, half orangutan. <laughs> yes. Orangutan with G's on both sides. You'll find us. I play didgeridoo. My partner, Treze, raps, sings, plays piano over that. And yeah, that's what I do outside what? of that's um, amazing. So how can we follow you? Instagram oil. or is there... Are you on Spotify or anything Spotify like that? Yeah, Gorangatang. Gorangatang? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Thank yes. You. That's awesome. They I have actually, a show? Uh, we have a show um, in Humboldt for some hash event this week. Thanksgiving. But, uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to. But actually, Tanita and I have a viral video that we got on World Star, where she is twerking on my face, yes. um, <laughs> listening to one of our tracks that I was in the process of mixing. And so I always go in the car to actually test like the mixes to see how they sound. And um, and as she heard the mix, she twerked on my face. We sent it to World Star. And they took it. So you want to check that out. You can find that on either of our pages on Gorangatang Band on Instagram or on go.tanita. And uh, yeah. That's thanks for sweet. Thanks for having us. <laughs> no, thank you. Feeding yeah. us the, the And drink. anytime you want to come back and do some uh, cocktail uh, commentary. Reviews. Yeah, reviews. Yeah, analyses. <laughs> analyses. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and uh, while all of us on cocktails are above the legal drinking age and enjoy serving and drinking alcohol, we do so responsibly and ask that you do the same. So please do not consume alcohol and drive. Absolutely. That's a big ass no no. Don't do it. You'll, we'll put something up your butt if you do. <laughs> 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 yeah, put a big fat ticket up your butt. Getting yeah. a DUI is like. Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you're getting, ass, you're getting ass reamed by the system. Yeah, yeah. the system will <laughs> fuck your butt. Yeah, if you drive drunk. 
Yeah, if you think about it that way next time you try to drink and drive, yeah, yeah. you get aspirin by the system. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, on that note, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Tanita. Thank you, Will. Thank, thank you, everyone. You. Yep. Thank, thank you so, so much, much yeah. guys. Cheers, everybody. Amazing. Cheers. Clear eyes. Clear eyes. Clear eyes. Clear eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you. Talk to you. Talk to you.